all about the different Chiruv and Gidov, Umasailam and Titus and so on. There's one I wanted to focus a minute and to, to contemplate. It says, Hatelakai Oznacha, Leyaru Vaitsiu Kruvim Berchoibis Mechazim. It says that Umasailam took out the Kruvim when they came and uh, they prayed him through the streets. Ushma Tarhusi Nufam Kelam Shatra Hazir. The Chazal um, say over here, it's over here, and then Gemara says it in Yuma. It says that when they uh, the Kuvim were embraced with each other. Omer they said, you know, they made fun of it. It, it looked something inappropriate, and uh, they said, that's. So Chazal tell us that when he took out the Kruvim, they were Urim Zebazer, and that's where they they, they they made fun of us. I want to be misplaining a little bit um, in the in the um, the Indian that Dafke B'Shas Churvim Kruvo Urim Zebazer. Kiedur Kruvim, the face in which, the position in which Kruvim were aligned, had to do with Kali's role. Sometimes they were facing away from each other, sometimes at an angle, sometimes facing each other, depending on Kali's role's Kesha to Beishlelem. Mu'urim Zebazer is an ultimate Kesha. And this year I, I had, I heard something from Baron Adam Godland. I had a, a time in what it means. I heard this from Perchas Vayid, his name is Perchas Grumman Shlita, Perchas a person, lives in Los Angeles. He learned during, after the war, he was caught up in the war, um, he was in Ukraine someplace, and then in the, the Kazakhstan. He ended up after the war in France, the yeshiva that Ramot Pagamansky had. We spoke about Ramot Pagamansky, um, a few years ago, her mother was from the Gedoy Loyalama Yeshivas, Talmud Chochel Muflug, up tremendously deep Bal Regish, big Bal Musa, tremendously deep Bal Regish, Isha Lekim, Ish Pella, we spoke about him. So he, he learned this Yeshiva, he was a young boy, I don't know, a teenager of some sort. He said he was a base medrash once, and Reb Matl sauntered it. He was, this boy was, Pinchas was alone, and the mother came in, and he sat down on a bench, lost in thought. And he started talking to himself. Mm-hmm. And Pinchas, as a boy, was curious, sat on the same bench with him. The mother was, was killed when he was lost in thought. He didn't much notice things around him, so he sat at his bench. And he heard the mother talking to himself. And Reb Mottl said, Nothing left in Kovna. Not a father, not a mother. Not a brother, not a sister. Not a friend, not a friend. 
not a friend, not even an enemy. Nor ich, just me. Und du, and you. Ich, und du. And when he started saying ich und du, he was in a different world, in a world of ich und du. He said for a long time he sat, every so often, chasing over, gornisch geblieben in Kovne. Nishkin Tate, nishkin Mame, nishkin Bruder, nishkin Schwester, nishkin Freund, nishkin Feind. Nor ich und du. And he said it was a different world. I was thinking, the oymek of the Ragasha is what stares us from being in that circle of ich and du is because there's other things also around. Don't forget things. There are other things. Always on the instruction sheets, it says when you want to glue two things together, both sides have to be clean and smooth and nothing, just the two pieces themselves. Anything else stares the glue. Then Kolzman and Kalisrol have things, like we saw before, even the Beis had turned into another thing. They had a Beis Hamikdash. We have Beis Hamikdash. We're on the Beis Hamikdash. But when there's nothing left, everything, father, mother, brother, sister, friend and enemy is gone. There's only one circle, an Ichendu. And at the moment of Churban, when everything collapsed, and there was nothing there anymore. That was the moment when there was Klaus on Kodesh Baruch Hu. Ich.